Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer We'll go check, Nibo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am excited to be joined in the studio by Winterhouse's Corey Kiefer. Hey Corey. What's up, man? I am good. How are you? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you here. It's a little bit cold in New York today. I know you're probably not loving this weather. Yeah, I didn't bring a single jacket at all. This is the the, the most I brought was this sweater. Feels and like you're back on winter house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, because it was like 70s. I was like, oh, it'll probably be, you know, warm-ish. Wrong. I'm a dummy. <laughs> Straight up. You are. So you're going on Watch What Happens Live for the first time. Yep. Excited. How are you feeling just about this whole experience you've been on the last few weeks? I know you were at BravoCon sort of behind the scenes. What's yep. it been like? It's been awesome, to be honest with you. I mean, this whole experience of like seeing yourself on TV has been a little weird, but I've kind of just welcomed it, open arms, and BravoCon was awesome. I mean, seeing the fan base that Bravo has is insane. I mean, you guys are hardcore, and it's fucking awesome to Mm -hmm. see that. I mean, and, you know, watch what happens. I'm excited. You know, I think uh, they're going to throw some curveballs at me, and I'm going to (laughs) fuck something up, but it's going to be okay. I mean, like, I've never met Andy before, so I'm excited about that. And then, you know, Craig and I are homies, so it'll be good that we're both on it together. So hopefully he'll have my back if I start going down. (laughs) Like, he'll hit me, like, yo, (laughs) chill out. (laughs) Best of luck. Um, You've known Craig for a super long time. Yep. Since before we've known Craig, which already is a long time, Mm -hmm. what has it been like watching him kind of on this journey the last decade and then now you kind of throwing your hat in the ring a little bit? It's been cool. You know, I've known Craig for, fuck, I mean, 15 plus years. I mean, it's been a while. You know, he Mm -hmm. was like my big brother in the fraternity. So he kind of like watched, you know, took over me when I was a little 18 year old boy coming into college, maybe learn some bad habits from him. You no, know? <laughs> no. You're like, Hey, what, what do you say? That makes like, sense. Yeah, we had like chill movie nights. Yeah, 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 all very, four years. Yeah, all very chill, very chill. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, kind of seeing it from like him and I were kind of both casted originally at Southern charm and they, they kind of went his direction, which, you know, was awesome to see him like progress and grow and, there's been ups and downs and, uh, you know, I was able to kind of do my own thing with the gyms. And then now it's a kind of full circle came back around for an opportunity for me to get on. And I was like, let's fucking do it. So Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's fun. It's cool. And actually have like a good friend on it as well. Really, really is cool to be, to be around that. Yeah. It's, it does seem like winter house, obviously people are coming into it from so many different, different shows they've been on different ways. They know people in real life, but like, you and Craig, there's no kind of like, oh, we we're like sort of friends. We like know each other a little bit. It's like you go 
Way back. All the way back. Like my family knows his family. And what's weird, so we were actually born in the same hospital in Salisbury, Maryland. Um, no way. Yeah, we didn't know that. I mean, he's a couple years older, but when we were, we went skiing in Mount Chablant one year and you needed, before you needed passports, you needed like a birth certificate to go over um, the border. Oh, damn. And we were, yeah, this is a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the, oh, it's, it's Canada? Yeah, it's okay. Canada. Canada. Yeah, so it was like, it, yeah, not a big deal. And we were going and everyone had like different birth certificates. And we're like, why does everyone look weird? And Craig and I were the same. They're like, Doug, you dummies, they're y'all were born in the same hospital. I'm like, oh shit. So it's kind of funny. I mean, we've kind of like been around each other, I guess, pretty much our whole life in that weird way like that. So, wow. Yeah. I don't know how much you have like paid attention to Southern Charm over the years, but obviously there have been ups and downs, like you said. Was there ever a moment where you're like, Craig, what are you doing? Like, why why is this your life right now? Of course. I mean, everything from like him starting a sewing company, you know, mm-hmm. like that was like a curveball, you know. I mean, he've always like talked about it, but I'm like, what? And then him actually becoming a lawyer, we never thought that was ever going to happen, you know, because he was he like went to law school. But we're like, you're not like actually going to do it. And then he did. So I mean, it, it's it's cool to see it him actually progress and then actually start a business that he's doing successful in. So that's pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the pillows are yeah. I mean, he's crushing it's it. An empire. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you are an entrepreneur as well. You yeah. have your gyms, like you said. You yeah. also have like a digital yeah. So we do con- advertising brand, uh, like- kind of. We do uh, content creation, so okay. it's, it's essentially we just like make short films, so like thirty second to a minute long films, TikTok videos, stuff like that. For I mean, we've worked with like Monster Energy, some clothing brands, jewelry brands, but just kind of making like hype hype videos, and okay, like, like trailers, I guess for for them to to post on social, so. So you have those things going on. Obviously you have, you know, a lot of ideas, creativity, like you're starting your own things. Now you're coming into this show. What do you feel like is kind of the Corey vision? Like, where do you see all of this kind of like going toward? Well, you know, I, and fitness is like my passion in my gym. So I really like want to just keep opening the gyms and bring that like brand, you know, to a national level. And um, I want to stay on Bravo as long as you guys will have me without kicking me off. So, uh, I mean, I think that's just a cool place to like get myself out there and to, you know, see, see, see the world in a different, different yeah. perspective. So, um, but yeah, I, I think really it's like the, the, my gyms are like my like heart and soul to, to mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Did you, so you say you want to stay on Bravo. Are you a Bravo watcher at all? Were you familiar with your winter house housemates in any sense, really? In a loose sense. Um, I know knowing Craig and Austin and like I knew Paige a couple years ago. Um, I kind of knew them loosely outside of TV. So like I kind of hung out with them, um, you know, going out and stuff. But I wasn't a big – I'm not a big TV watcher in general. So it's like I guess the past year and a half I've started watching more. Of course, I watched Winter House before I got on. Right. You know, I've watched Summer House too. And so I've been, you know – Southern Charm seems some seems some there. So, but I've never been like a true like Bravo fan until mm-hmm. like I guess now I'm on it. I'm like, all right, I'm watching more and, and met some guys. You know, I watch Family Karma now because a homie yeah. of mine, I met Brian. Uh, yeah, we Bravo had Brian Club. in here last week. He's, he... he's awesome. Shout out to Brian, bro. He, he's he's a homie, man. And I, I was dying when he got uh, he got rejected. He got curved. Yeah. Last, bro. I texted him immediately <laughs> and he responded. He was like, bro, I got to take tips from you. And I was like, no, I need I need green screen tips from you. So uh, he, he's funny. He I, I like him a lot. So I've started watching that, too. So, okay. you know, that's when fun. he was here, we were talking about that when he was here and he was like, yeah, she turned her head like she was Michael Phelps taking a breath <laughs> in the water. <laughs> And you just have to laugh at yourself when something like that happens. You're like, damn. Yeah. I had to be on camera, you know. Well, I feel like you're, 
agreeing to do a show like Winter House, obviously you're in this house 24-7 basically for two weeks. There's cameras everywhere. Everything is being filmed for better or for worse pretty much. You kind of have to let it go a little bit and be like, you know, I'm going to be drinking. I'm going to be shooting my shot with people and like it's going to go how it's going to go. Yeah. What you know is weird is like, when you go out with your friends and you've been drinking, you might say something stupid, mm-hmm. but then it's kind of like rolls off. You're like, oh yeah, last night was right. crazy, you know? But then you're like, oh no, everything was recorded and filmed and we were gonna watch it back and see how bad your game was or how many dumb things you said. And that's like, you know, you think about it, but you don't like really micro, you know, manage right. it. And so like after the fact, you're like, wow, I don't, I sound, I sound stupid. <laughs> Well, like, look at myself spit game to girls. Yeah. I'm like, do I really sound like that? What am I doing? Some of the outfits I was wearing, I threw like half my wardrobe away. I'm like, this is <laughs> this is dumb. You're going, you're going, Dawn. So. You've kept the pearl necklace though. That's yes. the signature. At so this, this is point. my grandmother's pearl necklace. Okay. They didn't say that in the episode, which I was hoping they were. We like did a whole like thing on it at my interviews. So my grandmother passed away a couple years ago and my cousins and my sister got all of her like diamonds and like nice jewelry. So mm-hmm. all that was left was some pearls. So I was like, all right, I need to keep something of my grandmother. And I wore them kind of like jokingly around the house. like, And I'm like, hey, I'm like just going to start wearing yeah. this. And then my sister was like, you can't start wearing that. And I'm like, you know what? In spite of you, I'm going to. And then like started wearing it. And then, and then people were asking about it. So then I was able to like talk about my grandmother more. So it kind of like helped out. And then it kind of became popular at the same time I wore them. Um, Jock Peterson from the Braves warm when, uh-huh. they, when they won the World Series. So then it became like a, a thing. But um, I was wearing them first. And then like people half your age on TikTok are yeah, wearing of course, them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I'm going to get my ears pierced next. You know, we'll see what okay, no, like I feel like that's like a sweet story. And I feel like it wouldn't fit with like the Winter House, Corey. No, it wouldn't. And that's why I'm like. Storyline. No, they like flare bellows. Do the F-boy Corey instead of like he actually has a little bit of a heart. Nope, we're going to pass by that. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it is just like seeing yourself on TV. I mean, even we do these like little podcast videos and I'm like, that shirt, really? So I, I mean like, yeah, you're- Oh yeah, uh, yep, some of the stuff, I was like, what the fuck? And just like, especially when you are going out and drinking and you know, in all of these social situations, it's like, yeah, you you don't want to remember every single thing exactly. you said. Exactly, it's like, that's why you black out. So you don't have to remember everything, yet there's 500 cameras gonna tell you everything that happened. Calling all my honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is the go-to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. 
Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honeylove. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. How do you feel overall so far? We've seen, you know, five or six episodes. How do you feel about what you've seen of yourself? Are you like mostly fine with it or is it kind of like watching through your fingers a little bit? You know, the the first time seeing yourself on camera was a little weird. Just like the first time you hear yourself on voicemail, you're like, do I sound like that? Mm. So that was a little odd, but I think overall it's, it's, I'm getting shown in a decent light. You know, they're going to edit it to whatever storyline they, that, you know, makes sense. But yeah. I think overall it, it's pretty much me, you know, on there. Yeah. There's, there's some deeper sides of me that haven't been shown yet. Maybe, maybe those will come to light in the next like episodes, maybe, or I'll just look <laughs> like a fuck boy. I don't know. Like, I mean, you do, you do impart a lot of wisdom about, uh, you know, your strategies with women and that kind of stuff. Do you, are you nervous now that your strategies and techniques are going to be out there in the open and it's going to be tough for you. It's not like a secret like (laughs) trade thing that I have. It's just like, I think it's pretty basic. Just like flirting techniques is like a kindergarten crush. You just like ignore them, you know? And that's pretty much what I do. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to ignore you if I like you. So, you know, sometimes it bites me in the ass and I look like a clown and doesn't work, but then the other times it it does. So, I mean, the last episode I saw, it seemed like it worked out, you know, well enough. (laughs) It definitely did during that time, Um, you know, but I've never like, I guess growing up around girls in general, I never wanted to put a girl in an uncomfortable situation. Mm -hmm. So I've never been like the super aggressive type Um, and always make sure like they want to be around me on purpose and not like I'm putting them in a situation where they feel like trapped or awkward. So that's, I guess how I flirt in a weird way, but you know, I like keeping things playful too. And I always like revert to like, what would James Bond do in this situation? And, you know, he'd be a little mysterious or he would do this. So I, I kind of uh, put myself in his shoes a lot. Yeah. It doesn't always work, but, you know. <laughs> no, I, it is nice to hear that, though. And I feel like especially with earlier this season, you know, the kind of weirdness that happened with Luke and Jess. And then I felt like it seemed like everybody in the house was able to kind of like reset after that in a positive way. And so it's nice that then it wasn't like, OK, now we can't have fun or do anything because there was this like one kind of unfortunate moment. And, and I'll give props to Luke for being able to recover from that. Cause you know, it's hard, you know, leaving the house and coming back and he kind of apologized to everyone came to everyone individually. And, you know, sometimes it takes being checked to, to understand that you were out of line or crossing a boundary that you maybe not, you know, didn't realize. So he was able to kind of like understand that. And I think grow as a person from that. And we all like Luke and I are homies. We like went to a hockey game right after the season. So mm-hmm. we're, we're cool with it. And you know, it, it was cool to see that growth as well in, yeah. in him. So were you at all surprised that Craig kind of took charge of holding Luke accountable for that? So, you know, it's weird. 
in in college when Craig and I were together, um, he I was sometimes like his bodyguard. <laughs> so when we were like out, it's not his bodyguard, but he would talk more shit when I was around him because he knew I had his back. So like mm-hmm. if shit popped off, like we were all fighting and I was like gonna like fight for him. So sometimes when I'm around Craig, he he talks he talks more and is like, fuck you, like let's let's go. So I think that might have played a little bit, but no, I think Craig I think when it like he was being protective and maybe a little bit like overly protective, but he kind of felt like the house dad, you know, because he's he's old, you know. <laughs> no, but I mean, he felt like the house dad was like, I need to like speak up for someone who's not speaking up. And then when it went to like Paige, he then kind of like really expanded on it. So, right. Um, but sometimes doing that makes the situation blow up a little bit more than it maybe not could have. You know, he could have like. The next morning, grabbed him and like soberly been like, "Hey, man, yeah, that wasn't fucking cool." Probably would have been like, in hindsight, the best thing. But mm-hmm. you know, when everyone's drinking, sometimes. Well, and that's yeah. I mean, like it or not, this <clears throat> show there isn't next. You know, you're in the house together. Nobody's going anywhere, and so you kind of just talk about things as they happen. Yeah, and I mean, and and Luke was being aggressive. You know, in in, in a in a way of like, you know, just. Mm-hmm. Did think he was attractive. Luke's a very attractive guy. And I just think that he like wasn't picking up on social cues. So like he was like overstepping some some areas. And like I said, it just like wasn't put together, you know, with alcohol mm-hmm. mixed into everything. Just like in general, it's like, well, looking back, we could have had to sit down like this and probably resolve yeah. everything. But no, let's throw some tequila shots in it and see what <laughs> fucking happens. <laughs> and that's what happens, you know? Yeah. I would imagine that just in like a social sense, it's weird being kind of stuck with everyone and like when you have a disagreement with someone or when you're you know flirting with someone then there's no kind of time to like leave and think about that and then it come is. back together which i mean it i was talking about this earlier it, it heightens everything to the extreme you go from zero to 100 really fast whether it's like having a disagreement normally there would be a cool off period where like i wouldn't have to see you for like a couple of days instead we're gonna have dinner tonight together it's like what why would we have dinner together when we just were yelling at each other? Or like if I make out with someone is, you know, I might text them the next day and then let's have dinner or drinks. Right. You're instead like, of like playing oh, it cool a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like, Hey, I'm going to watch you get ready and then we're going to have dinner and then we're going to have breakfast in the next morning. And then I'm going to see you like it. It brings everything like fast, you know, from like, Hey, this went from a first date to now we've been like three months dating in a week time period, you know? Yeah. It's very, it's like you're in this like incubator and every it's like high pressure. Mm-hmm. Also, then you get to rewatch it. Yep. <laughs> Six months later. <laughs> yep. Which always makes it a little fun. You know, how did you feel? What was it like doing the interviews, like the confessional interviews? Was that like odd having to kind of like, so I bombed my first one so bad. I, I was working out with Luke beforehand, so I was late and I took too much pre-workout and then showered. So I was sweating coming into it. I was like running to it. So I like ran to it. It was like sweating. It was late as shit. And then I was all hyped up on pre-workout. And in my head, I was like, I need to be like a regular interview. So I was super stiff and it was horrible. I don't think they've used a single clip from my very first one. So then my second one, I was like, all right, I have to have some drinks. So I told him, I was like, I need a bottle of bourbon. And like, <laughs> I drink half the bottle within the first 15 minutes. So then I'm like browning out throughout the rest of the interview. And they're loving it. Cause like, I was like, I don't even remember saying that. You're getting real, real candid. <laughs> yeah, very candid. I'm slurring my words. I'm like, fuck. You know, I was like, guys, I don't think this is good. And they're like, nope, this is great. We're going to keep this moving. So, <laughs> you know, um, I'm kind of like watching my interviews for the first time with you guys. You know, it's, uh, 
the the third interview I did was uh, I think it was pretty good. <laughs> I don't think they've used any of that one though. They used the one I was just like fucking hammered. Um, there, it's weird though because you have to talk in like in present tense of right. like this is happening and like how do you feel about this situation? You're like all right. I don't remember what I had for breakfast, but I have to remember what I did four months ago in this situation. Okay, all right. Right, um, and they're not showing you the footage or no, anything because no. they don't want, you know, you're not supposed to remember like, yep, it's yep. like how you remember it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you're not seeing any footage. They're just kind of like speaking about it. I'm like, okay, can you guys tell me a little bit more of this conversation? They're like, all right, you said this and so-and-so said this. So it's weird, you know, and I think I'll grow with those and get better, mm-hmm. but uh, trying to show my personality in that. But my first one was fucking horrible (laughs) and is it weird kind of on the flip side seeing what other people are saying about you or about other stuff in the house in those interviews that you oh i'm just getting roasted (laughs) yeah yeah no i'm getting destroyed (laughs) on the internet which hey props you guys are funny as hell like the last one i someone showed me a meme of like what nightmares look like and it's me like covering up the the camera oh no (laughs) oh this is what like sleep paralysis is and it's just like me like with the (laughs) eyeliner on from the euphoria party have you seen that photo (laughs) oh it's bad i'm like jesus and it was like before that actually when I saw it happening in like real time, I, I took a photo of it and sent it to my homie. And I was like, this is not going to age well. And then literally like two days later, I'm seeing memes of it. And I'm like, yep. Kind of what I thought Looking was like gonna... you're going to hit the camera yeah, with oh, a baseball yeah, I'm like, bat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm a fucking vampire. I look like a psychopath. Which, I mean, I kind of am, but like, Jesus. <laughs> Those night vision cameras are uh, unforgiving. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and it's like 4K too. I'm like, oh, let's, let's put some grain in there or something. Guys, <laughs> I'm going to start wearing shades at night, uh, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> I feel like you, it was probably for the best though that you covered the camera. You're like, just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 100%. I told my mom, I was like, all right, I have a group text with everyone of my cousins and aunt, mm-hmm. uncle, all of them. I was like, all right, guys, there's going to be in this next episode. We're going to have to skip this scene uh, when they're on the bed talking. Definitely skip that scene. And then at the very end, we're going to skip that as well. And everyone's like, why? I'm like, my sister was like, why do you like make out with someone? I'm like, yeah, you can say that. It might be a little bit more, but let's just let's just bypass it. We don't need to see it at all. It's okay. <laughs> but dad's like, no, I'm watching every second. You're of like, it. wow, like, the episode was only 20 minutes yeah. long. <laughs> That was a short ass episode. Your that was not in this one yeah. at all. <laughs> Actually, every time I was on camera, just fast forward. It's like, we'll, just, we'll just skip it. Yeah. It's like doing that. I feel like there's some like housewives and stuff who say that they only watch their scenes in the episodes. Yeah. You're like the opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I only watch everyone else's. And I'm like, nope. Well, we'll skip. Nope. Skip, skip. Sometimes, this is, sometimes it doesn't need to be uh, seen by everyone. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I'm curious like what you... It seemed like you kind of were there to defend Jess a little bit with some of the stuff that was happening with the girls in the house. Yeah. And then also I saw like on Instagram, some people in your comment section were just like being rude. Yeah. People about were ruthless, her, you know? And, and so, you know, I get it. She was, she's a brand new girl. I mean, there's right. a couple of brand new girls. Rachel was new, but she, she kind of knew Kyle and them from the wedding and stuff. Like just didn't know any girls at all. So it's like coming into a house of girls it can be intimidating. I get that. And she's definitely used to being more of like the main girl in the friend group. So I, it's it's a new thing. And, you know, she was in her head a lot, which she was kind of like thinking that she was the outcast when she wasn't necessarily, but almost like bringing that to light, thinking it enough, made it actually happen. Mm-hmm. And in the previous episode where I'm talking to Paige about it at the bowling alley, I thought that was going to help the situation. Did not help the situation at all. Like, <laughs> 
it didn't. I was like, maybe if I talk to Paige, it'll like help. It actually made Paige more riled up about it. Yeah. And like blew up even more. So I hurt the situation, you know, thinking like, hey, maybe I'll like get ahead of this. And like, but no, I just threw like, you know, more salt on the wound on that point. Hey, but no, no good deed goes. I know. It. I was like, this is what, this is what the fuck I get for talking. I mean, I. What whatever you think about Paige, I don't think she was especially uh, charitable to Jess in that situation. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> yes, I agree. You know, so I, you know, I think both parties could have been a little bit, yeah, you know, a little bit more open. And you know, I, I didn't, I, I knew Austin and uh, Craig going into it, but I didn't know uh, Luke or Kyle or Jason. So you know, I was had to put myself out there as like the new guy as well. So I, I get there having to be like you have to be in uncomfortable situations at first to make friends. Mm-hmm. Like that's part of like making friends. But yeah. I love making friends. So I'm all about it. And I just think Jess hasn't been around that as much. So um, it, you know, it hurt her being in her own head, I think was like just, and I, and I talked yeah. about that in the next couple of episodes. I'm like, look, get out of your head. And just, I was like, put yourself in a situation and make them like, make you feel uncomfortable. And then, then you'll know it for, for fact. And it's not like, Oh, I'm feeling it like go in the room and just kind of be around them. And then if it's just like every situation's bad, then you know, it's not in your own head. Right. And then you're like, wow, I did every effort that I could on my part to actually be friends with these people. And then they didn't like me versus like, Oh, I kind of did. But then I don't think they liked me. Like I was around just Kyle a lot. I was like, Hey, let's just be, be homies and round mm-hmm. Jason. Like late night, we're just talking just to like, see like, okay, let's, let's actually make a f- true friendship here or not. So, um, yeah, it was both parties, but I mean, yeah. you know, there's so much history be- with, you know, um, all the girls from summer house right. and stuff pa- like, right. Like Paige, Amanda and Sierra are like on the same show together for years now. Yeah. So like there weren't a lot of just like miscellaneous people kind of coming in. And, it, and it's hard when, you know, when, when everyone's like bullshitting, you're, you're bringing up, you know, past funny things and it's hard to like jump in and be like, oh yeah, that's funny. Cause right. you, you weren't, evolved, you know, evolved. So I can definitely see how that like, persona is from being kind of an outsider. So I can see that as well. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. So, speaking of people coming into the house, we have Lindsay and Carl showing up soon. Yep. There's there's definitely some some interesting vibes. It seems like you and Lindsay are like cordial on social media at least. I, don't I love know. Lindsay. Like she's a homie. Right. Me and her are like the same person. It's weird. Like we get along very well. I'm, Shout out to Lindsay. Love you, girl. <laughs> I'm curious because obviously you don't know some of these people at all or as well as other people in the house. Like do you let that weirdness surrounding their arrival kind of give you a first impression or are you just somebody who it's like if you come in the house and you seem cool to me we're cool yeah so i mean it's hard not to have a first impression when you're hearing so much stuff going on like Mm -hmm. i didn't know who Lindsay or carl were at all and then you know 
coming up on their arrival. I'm hearing stuff and there's a lot of history from all over the place from Jason from last year to like previous stuff on Summer House to like- There was like a Watch What Happens live yeah, that was, I mean, there was amazing. Like yeah, <laughs> all over, Craig saying, oh, this. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. These, these people were about to come in like and fuck shit up. So, um, you know, I, I tried to not let that like mm. hinder what was, you know, because like at the end of the day, like I have to come in just like me. I yeah. People look at me and they think of one thing and I'm like, look, of course, everyone kind of judges a little bit before you meet someone. So I was like, but I don't want to put that and make a, something that like could be friends or maybe not and, until they right. do something wrong to me or until like it's a bad situation. I'm not going to like put a front up or like judge someone and I like, kind of beat them down before they do anything. So yeah, um, but some fun things happen coming up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a, you know, there's some fun. Uh, I, I think it helped that they were sober. Um, you know, I mean, Carl's been sober for the past like yeah. two years. So yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was a, yeah, you know, so there was, de it was tense. I mean, people were on edge coming in. Like, I was like, Phew. I was like, get my popcorn out. Like, I'm just going to, you know, I was like, I'm not involved in this drama. <laughs> right. So I'm just going to sit back and like be drinking some wine and just watching the shit. You're like down. taking some notes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm like, shit's about to go down. It's so. funny. It's like, we had a very like drama free visit from the Toms Yep. and then they leave and then it's like, okay, now, uh. Yep. <laughs> Everyone like buckle up, get yep. your yep, exactly. ponchos on. Yeah, it was like a it was like a fun lead up. Like let's have fun and then whoa, let's see what's about to fucking happen. <laughs> yeah, there's just like so much history between the people on the cast, and I would imagine that it's hard not to at least kind of feel the the vibes from that, even if you're not like holding gonna hold it against them or you know. Yeah, I mean, it made it hard to like. You know, at first I was like, I was like, damn, I don't want to like become super friends with them at first when mm -hmm. it seems like everyone in the house is like upset with them, you know? So I was like, I don't want to like, you know, hitch my horse to right. them and then everyone else be against me because I'm like so friendly with them. But then I was at the same time, I was like, shit, I don't want to like also alienate them because I don't know them. Like that would be kind of like fucked up on my part to do that. So it did put like the new people in the house in like a weird predicament because we didn't really mm -hmm. know like, all right you know, how friendly do we be with them? You yeah. Know, when they've done literally nothing to us and I'm literally meeting these people for the first time, but I mean, they were super open to me and, you know, Carl gave me like a funny like hat that you'll see me wearing in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Another situation that you weren't necessarily there for, but is now happening on this season is Austin's plan to maybe invite Olivia to the house, which everybody seems to think Sierra will be cool with. And absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Do you think Austin was being a little naive about that situation? You know, I think he had good intentions, to be honest with you. I mean, uh -huh. like, hey, like, everyone kind of has their significant other here. Why would it be weird for me to? But I think with him and, like, Sierra just trying to recover, it's almost like, hey, you're almost at a good point. This is just going to chop it back down, you know? So it's mm -hmm. like, I guess it's weird because, like, from Austin's standpoint, is like him and Sierra never really, like, hardcore dated. To yeah. my knowledge, you know, they, they were like talking and stuff, but they never were like super serious boyfriend and girlfriend. So she doesn't like have a, a huge standpoint of being like, no, you can't bring your new girl. Cause I was an ex. Right. Like they have history, but she's not his ex. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I can see that perspective of Austin being like, you look, we're not exes. We, we did mm -hmm. hook up and stuff, but I think because they hooked up kind of recently before that, it kind of yeah. would have been weird, you know? And the fact that like Sierra's a, a tr like a housemate versus, you know, Olivia coming and coming in. And I mean, it would have, <laughs> it would have definitely made for good TV. I can tell you that much. Look, like, <laughs> from watching this last season of Southern Charm, Olivia knows how to 
get in there and make our presence known. So I think maybe it's for the best in terms of the friendships within oh, the group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, for, for the viewers, it's been amazing. I mean, you guys have been like, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, but uh, yeah, I didn't really know that was happening. He, he was like, oh, she might stop by in my head. I'm kind of like new to everything. I was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, bring her out. I'd love to meet her and stuff. So I was like, hyping right. them up kind of for it, you know, not really knowing all everything else, but. Right, that there's like a, you're filming a reality show and there's like a language where it's like, she might stop by. It's like, we're in the middle of nowhere. It's not just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's not well, just like I'm passing in the, I'm through. I'm in the area, yeah, swing by Vermont real quick. <laughs> what the fuck's around here? Like, <laughs> she was in Vegas. Like that's, that's the hall, like that's on purpose, you know? Oh, I just brought my skis too. I had them with me just in case. You know? Yeah, it's like, gotta check the map to see if Vermont is uh, on the way between Vegas and yeah. South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can make it circle around. Do you, what's your, what are your relationships like with other people on the Southern Charm cast? Like, do you run into them a lot? Like, what's the. Yep. So, I mean, I was hanging out with uh, Shep, Austin, uh, actually pretty much everyone from the crew uh, for Halloween. We all had like a big thing. Okay. Um, so I was hanging out with, with, with everyone. I mean, Austin, I and Craig or me, Craig and Austin, however you say those three, however you say the sure. trio, whatever. <laughs> Language isn't my best you know, thing either. Um, we, we all chill, chill a decent amount. And then actually ran into Whitney too this past. Um, okay. I haven't seen him in a hot minute. And yeah. um, I mean, we used to go skinny dipping in his mom's pool all the time. There's, there's funny stories like where we've been kicked out where we're like trying to hide under the water when like Patricia was coming out like screaming, like who's in our pool? And we're like, no one. It's like Craig and I, like some girls like in there. Oh my god! Yeah, I have funny stories before all this happened. Like I have a lot of behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm like, well, we'll have to have you back just for the Patricia stories oh, alone. Yeah. I, I feel guess, like I guess so. anybody with a Patricia story, I'm all ears. Yes, <laughs> I have some good ones. <laughs> do you do you feel like Southern Charm would ever be something you would want to do now, or is that like a ship that feels sailed? I think it's a ship that sailed for me. I mean, I. I I'm involved in the fact of like friends of it. I've mm -hmm. never like really been involved in the show, but you know, I don't think it's necessarily for me. Uh, I don't live in Charleston either. And I think that's a part like where I would need to live there. And so um, I don't want to, I, I don't like saying never, yeah. but um, you know, I kind of like what I'm, I'm doing now with, with this and maybe have a different Avenue with me. Cause you know, I don't want to like Craig and I are, are awesome together, but I don't think we need to be like, on every single thing together as well. I think having yeah. some separation is good because we're our own people. So there's a, yeah. And I think there is a difference between just being like good friends in real life and then being like a reality TV duo. Cause like he and he and Austin kind of have this thing going yeah. and it is like a whole thing. That's not just a friendship, you know, like there yeah, is yeah. like a whole other aspect to it. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and I don't want to like, impose on any of that because like i said I, i'm homies right. with austin too and he, he hits me up all the time and um but you know i i don't want to say again never but because i actually think they're looking for some for new guys this coming season but uh i won't be on the next one not the next one not not as like a full cast we'll say that okay yeah. okay yeah th i feel yeah. like that's like a good that's a good place to leave it you're not yeah. saying never but yeah, 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 yeah not right now yeah exactly Amazing. What are you, are you excited for anything coming this season on Winter House still? Do you feel like we're over the hump in terms of anything you maybe were not looking forward to seeing? <laughs> or are you still a little bit like texting the family group chat? Like, oh, skip some scenes. Yeah, there are going to be some scenes you definitely need to skip. Family, if you were listening to this, <laughs> I don't exactly remember all the scenes but <laughs> yeah there's there's i'm not looking well you know there's going to be some more intimate uh scenes that i'm sure they're going to show the shit out of and i don't know what jess is you know jess kind of surprised me how she 
elaborate she was talking. Uh, you yeah. know, I, I did not expect her to say like that in depth. And uh, I found that out pretty much when everyone did at the same time. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, hit her up and I was like, oh, you went like just hardcore and like yeah. no filter. She was like, well, I didn't think, you know, that was like going to make it. And you're like, what? You didn't think they were going to play that? You, yeah. Like, like, you didn't think they were going to play that? And the more so, detail you go into, the more they're they're less likely to yeah. cut that scene. <laughs> so like, well, okay. So um, we might be both surprised of what uh, what she says coming up. So um, I definitely eat shit a lot in um, ice skating, snowboarding. I fall a ton. Uh, I, there's one scene where it, I really hope it makes it where my goggles come out. I'm bleeding from my mouth. Um, it's like a bad one. Um, oh, no. In my head, I'm a really good snowboarder sometimes in real life it doesn't play out the same <laughs> right you're like in your head you're like a video game oh yeah I'm like, character like x games like give me a battle you're and like then, no i know what it's supposed to look yeah, like yeah they're like you sure you want to hit that jump i'm like come on bro <laughs> of course you want to hit that do a 360 off of it and then like face in the ice um yeah so that's actually a funny one. i hope i really every time i fell though a camera was right there in my face i'm like really guys all the other th cool things i was doing no one but when i fall it was like oh yeah we're right there in your face so. like respectfully we don't care about the tricks we yeah, want to see no, they're, they're like i want to see you fall and destroy yourself we want to see you at your lowest yeah. <laughs> and then we'll dive a little bit lower too so there'll be some funny scenes to laugh at my pain coming up um you know <laughs> my shoulder i still talking about it. i'm like damn that that still hurts um <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying, you know, it, it's weird. It was like, it was such a, a blur almost doing it. Like, you know, it was like, yeah. it, and when it happened, you're like, wow, it's like, wow, that happened so fast. You're like, going back, like, all right, what, what happened? What did we do? I'm trying to like replay all the moments and stuff. Right. So. You're like, I know I was wearing a costume that one night. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I saw a picture of like a costume I'm wearing on like the season finale. There's, there's, there's going to be some funny things on the season finale. And what I'm wearing is absurd. <laughs> like, I'm like, why? Why was I doing this? And I'm having a very serious conversation and I'm in like a wig and it's like an emo. I think we were talking about like, it was like different high school. Um, oh, like stereotypes. Yeah. yeah. And I was like the emo skater kid and I'm wearing this like blonde wig and I have like nails painted eyeliner. I, I did a lot of eyeliner this season for some reason. I don't know. Was, you have to. I mean, for the camera. You I know. Gotta, I was like, do you got eyes got to pop. <laughs> For the cast photos, it's funny. It was we did the cast photos right after Euphoria night. So I'm waking up with I'm trying to get the eyeliner off my eyes, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're doing cast photos." I'm like, and they're like, "In 30 minutes." I'm like, "What?" So in my cast photos, I still have like eyeliner on, and I'm looking. Oh yeah, that's so. I feel like Winter House is probably the only show that does the cast photo like at the trip. At the trip, <laughs> like like, like everybody else is like standing on a green screen three months later yeah. in like full glam. Yep. And where I'm like, oh, we're, we're actually doing these guys. And I'm like hungover, like just slugging around. They're like, yep. All right, guys. And I'm like, huh? I'm like practicing a pose in the mirror, like doing my Zoolander. Oh, Jesus. I got to see. We got to get the whoever edits those cast photos on this show to see like who gets the most like eye bags. Jesus. They didn't like me. I can tell you that much. Like, the one I don't smile. They put that one. I, I, like, I was smiling all of them. And then the one I tried to do like a super serious one. Like, yeah, that's the I'm like, Jesus. Now we got to go back and look. No, don't. No, just, just, we don't need to look at it. It's, just, it, we can it's, just it's okay. It. It's out there. Everybody can. Uh, that's the one they use for my, like, watch what happens live. It's yeah. like, that, I'm like, God. You're like, that's your Bravo Fuck. headshot know, like, forever. That's it forever. It's always going to be there. I'm like, great. Well, wait. you know, it could, could be worse. Could be worse. It could. Everything could be so. 
<laughs> well, Corey, thank you so much for being here. It was so fun to chat with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. You know, I'm here anytime. Amazing. Well, we will see what happens for the rest of the season and beyond. But in the meantime, thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Betches.